For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Good morning, good afternoon, depending where you are in the country or the world. Uh, maybe good night. This is the Charity Stripe Live on the Charity Stripe YouTube and Twitter. Uh, we're going to talk a little MLB trade deadline, World Series futures. Today is the last day for trades to be made in Major League Baseball. We've already seen a plethora of good trades go down um, but there's still a lot to come because there's a lot of buyers out there there's a lot of sellers out there and there's a lot of guys on the market that some people could use the services of so let's start with just some of the trades that uh, have already went down um toss you have a list of some of the trades that already went down what are the best ones to you so far uh i do have the list best ones to me so far maybe not necessarily the best because i think best um at this point, just an opinion, right? We have to see how these these trades play out, but definitely, you know, a few of the biggest ones to me, um, the the Max Scherzer deal. You know, going the Rangers trading Luis Angel Acuna, who is Ronald Acuna's younger brother, and going after Scherzer with the idea that he is going to opt in, so they will have him for the rest of this year and one more season. Um, of of course, this is a team that's already shown that they are all in. They put up a massive amount of money to go get Corey Seager and Marcus Simeon and then Jacob deGrom. deGrom gets injured this season. We don't even know when he will be back, what he will look like when he will be back, and if he will be back and pitching, and they have all this guaranteed money out to him, um, a, a team that just got swept by your Padres, right? And, and they have some pitchers who, in my opinion, at least from the starting standpoint, have overperformed this year. Um, it's been a great year for guys like Dane Dunning, you know, Martin Perez at this point has done it for two years in a row. Um, maybe that's just who he is. But they needed guys in arms that have gotten it done before in the playoffs and are a different caliber than the guys that are currently um, on the roster. And then I, you know, they, they supplement that trade by going and getting Jordan Montgomery, the lefty, from the Cardinals and Chris Stratton as well. They only gave up, you know, Thomas Seguiz, a prospect, Takoa Roby, and then John King, who's a left-handed um starting pitcher young shown some pretty good talent, but the Rangers are all in man. And mm -hmm. uh, they're, they're still at the top of the AL West still have over 60 wins, but the Astros are right behind them. What do you think? Uh, you know, I'm a Rangers fan. So obviously I'm, I'm all in on these moves. I think that <clears throat> this is a team that, you know, they've shown thus far that their bats can be there and I'm okay with these deals. Do you feel like these are swings and misses? I don't think we've given up too, too much. We've still retained our biggest prospects. Um, so I, I like the deals for the Rangers. Yeah. And, you know, with all the starting pitching as well, you know, Yavaldi just went on the IL with the forearm strain. So yep. definitely helps to add two front of the end starters to kind of plug that hole a little bit. You know, I'm sure it's nothing super serious. Just kind of like a precautionary down the stretch, right? You want to make sure your your best pitcher right now is, is uh, fully healthy for whenever you make the playoff run. But yeah, I mean, you can't have enough arms. You can't ever have enough firepower when it comes to making the playoffs. I mean, 
any given team can can beat a team winner in the playoffs. You just got to get in. So um, right now they're sitting there at the top, but they definitely need to, you know, sure up some positions and, and add some depth to that roster. And yeah, I mean, look, at the end of the day, like the Padres have have been a type of team to be, you know, trading away prospects left and right. And you don't want to be prospect huggers, you know, because right now, like those guys are not guys that you you don't know for certain are going to even play or pop off. So for the yeah. Rangers to be trading away prospects, I don't think it's a big deal. I mean, Scherzer's obviously a, a Hall of Famer. Um, you know, and it's nice that the Mets are eating up a lot of the co- a lot of the cash as well. I think they're sending like twenty something million dollars to the Rangers, so he doesn't have to pay the entire contract. But for sure, getting him for next year too. A um, little bit of Jacob Degrom insurance, and then Montgomery's great. I mean, he's he's one of the top guys that was on the market. Um, for the Cardinals, Sur- surprised honestly that uh, Flaherty hasn't been moved yet. That maybe Goldschmidt hasn't been moved yet. So keep an eye on the Cardinals; they might move those guys as well. Um, but Jordan Hicks going to Toronto—that's a big move. He was probably the top reliever on the market. Mm. Um, Josh Hader had been recently taken off the market because the Padres went ahead and swept your Rangers that we were just talking about. Um, if he was available, of course, he would have been the top option. But um, yeah, I mean, I think Jordan uh, Romano has been been hurt um off and on this season for the blue jays so it's nice for them to get um jordan hicks to kind of shirk the bullpen a little bit but so far i mean i'm liking the moves but it seems relatively quiet in my opinion i know the dodgers mm-hmm. made a couple of moves they went and got yeah, the two the two la teams i would say are the other two kind of big splash yeah teams with with the dodgers like you said the rosario trade yep. of course is no no new news at this point kike and then the um Lance Lynn. Lance Lynn and Joe Kelly bringing Joe Kelly back to, yep. to LA. And then the Angels, of course, you know, adding CJ Crone yesterday along with uh, Randall Grichit. Grich, uh, um, and then um, also they uh, went ahead and, and got um, Giolito as well earlier last week. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, look, if you're the Angels, you know, they were the biggest talk of the town since the offseason. You know, what are they going to do with Otani? And everyone suspected that he would be on another roster come deadline, but looks like that's not happening now. And he's going to finish out his contract with the Angels, and they're going to make one last run to see if they can get it done. You know, one last hurrah with Trout and Otani. You know, you're getting Trout healthy soon. So, yep. in my four opinion, game, you know, four games back from the wild card. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're closer to, to the race than the Padres are, and the Padres are quote unquote not selling. So, um, look, I mean, I, I can't. I can't say that I am – I'm not disappointed because I definitely want to see it play out, and I can't say that I'm surprised, and I also think I'd probably be doing the same thing if I was that GM just because it's like, look, you got Otani. You know, you got Trout. Like, maybe you can get lucky, get hot here, and see what happens. All you, do, all you got to do is get in, you know? Like, this is your last chance um, holding out hope. And if you do end up making a playoff run, maybe he resigns with you. You know, that's it's not it's for certain that he's gone, right? I mean, you got to show him the money, but yeah, um, yeah. I, I guess I would do all you can and just pull all the stops and and try to contend there. I mean, it's a tough division, as you said. Your Rangers are in first place, and uh, you know they got the Astros right there sniffing the booty as well. You know, right. one game behind the Astros, so I think the uh wild card is definitely more attainable however the wild card race in the al is pretty competitive with the al least in the mix every single team there is you know gunning for 
those three wild card spots. And honestly, it might be three teams from the AL East that make it. Yeah. And I mean, look, we, we still have a lot of baseball left to play. Like they're four games out right now. They're 55 and 51. Uh, the guardians are 53 and 53. You know, that's not really a team. They're six games out of the wild card. Not really a team that a lot of people are talking about, but they're, they're half a game back on the division uh, and the twins have it. So one of those two teams could be vying for one of those wild card spots as well. And they currently are um, And the Red Sox, obviously, and the Yankees are ahead of the angels right now, but the angels have been playing really good ball right now. Um, it, it is interesting. You know, we had asked at multiple times throughout the season for the Cardinals to kind of fire sale this thing. Um, and, and it seems like they're doing that. So I, I, I want to give, you know, the good on you to, to the white Sox and the Cardinals, they were in a position where they could have held on to their assets and tried to do this thing one more year, you know, like found another offseason, tried to make some more moves and almost tricked themselves into saying, Oh, maybe we'll be a, you know, a sneaky wildcard contender next season. Um, I think that was, that was out of the question at this point. And so good on them, you know, good on them for making the, the moves that they had to. And I feel like only time will tell if the angels and the Padres should have gone in the same direction Mm-hmm. as as the cardinals and the white Sox, um just based off the record that those two teams had the decision was a lot easier for them to make than for the padres and the angels yeah a lot of uh teams are going to be buyers for starting pitching too and i think if you're the cardinals you're listening to a lot of offers on jack flaherty you know a guy that had kind of a down year to start but has been having better success as of late um but you know still a young guy under control and uh you know i've, I've been high on him since he kind of broke into the league, but a lot of teams, you know, John Morrissey just put out a tweet this morning talking about all the potential buyers um, when it comes to starting pitching. And that's because the Tigers have been asking for a pretty high asking price for uh, Michael Lorenzen and Dora Rodriguez, Dodgers, Baltimore, Houston, San Francisco, Tampa Bay, Arizona, Cincinnati, Miami, Philly, Atlanta. Those are all teams. I mean, any contending team, I think, needs more starting pitching. So um, I think within the next coming hours, we'll see something big happen with some of those guys. But, um, man, I, the the Padres situation is pretty interesting because, you know, if they were to drop two out of three games against the Rangers this last weekend, I think we'd be sitting here having a different conversation about them. You think, you think Snell would have been on the move today? I think Snell and probably Hader would have been on the move today. And apparently they were listening to offers on Soto as well. Um, Soto still has one more year left on the contract um, coming up next year, but heavily probably into discussions whether or not they'd extend with him or, you know, they want him to test out for agency. You know, we'll see. But yeah, I mean, Hader's been the best, second best closer in baseball, maybe behind Batista, you know, sporting a, uh, sub one ERA, you know, shutting down the door, you know, for the most part, having a pretty good success on getting saves. And then Snell leading all of baseball in ERA, you know, might be the favorite for the Cy Young right now. So the asking price has probably never been higher, but look, you have a really telling series against the Rangers, you know, the first place Rangers. And that immediately convinces our GM that, you know, we're not sellers, we're potentially buyers now, if not just stand, stand pat. Are and you convinced? It's hard to say because it's like four days, you know, the last four games before that, we dropped three out of four to the Pirates and Tigers combined. 
Yeah. And it's like Detroit is, you know, 47 and 59. The Pirates are 47, 58. You know, those are bottom of the barrel teams that you have to win. We, we won one game against the Pirates this season. They swept us in Pittsburgh and then we took one of them against them. And it's like, you just, you can't drop series to the, to the beatable teams, to the yeah. bottom of the barrel teams. And we've got a big series this weekend or not this weekend today, tomorrow, Wednesday against Colorado in Colorado. We normally have success there or four and three against them this season, but you got to at least win two, if not sweep Colorado to really, you know, make a then you have a really tough four game series against the Dodgers right after. That. Yeah, that, that's, that's true. But the thing about the Padres is that, Yes, they're fourth in the NL. Yes, they're two games below 500. Look, I was sitting here saying if they're not 500 by the trade deadline, that they need to be they need to be sellers. But look, they can win today, and that means they're one game below 500. Sure, pretty like much that. Potato, yeah. potato. Um, five games out of the wild card, eight games out of the the division. But with all that said, I believe they have the. They have the the third best run differential in the NL, sixty three plus run differential. I mean, there is one, two, three, four, five, six teams ahead of them in the wild card standings that have lower run differentials than they do. So that's telling. And then I've been saying this all year long: their expected win to loss record, which is you know based off of the runs scored versus runs allowed, they should be. 60 and 46 right now <laughs> it's an eight game run differential basically or eight game uh differential between those standings that they have yeah so that would certainly put them in first place of the uh, nl west if that were the case so the numbers say that they can do this they they're just a big run away and maybe the run just started right sweeping the rangers is, is definitely pretty um you know it's a way to establish statement. momentum yeah, exactly. And that's the thing. It's not just been against the Rangers, too. We took two out of three against the Tampa Bay Rays. You know, at the time, they're in first place, and they've taken a step back, but they're still a 64-win team. Right. So, I mean, we've been playing good baseball. Um, I think we took two from the Angels. So, it's tough. You know, it's it's a really interesting predicament to be in, but, you know, if you're A.J. Preller, you're a guy that's been all in all season long, you know, then it's really hard to hit the reset button. I mean, so we've got great prospects, but not really guys I'd be really willing to part ways with. Would you like to see them make a move today before yeah. we, we finish the day? I think they can't go today without making some type of move. And I think that move is adding a left-handed bat or, or someone that is a consistent DH because mm-hmm. our DH situation has been in flux all season long. Start off with Nelson Cruz and then Matt Carpenter. And Carpenter wasn't – I mean, Nelson Cruz got DFA'd, and, and Carpenter has been terrible. Um, they've even opted for him to sit the bench now, and our DH situation is Gary Sanchez or Luis Compensado. You know, whoever's not catching that day goes to DH, so they would switch off, which whatever. I mean, it's working out right now, but I want someone solid in there to DH. Um, TJ Crone was the guy that I honestly wanted to have my eye on in Colorado. Sure. I mean, he was he's a masher against the Padres, but – Obviously, we don't get that deal done. Maybe Colorado doesn't want to trade within division. I don't know if you know. Maybe, I think we probably could have done better when it terms in terms of like the return that they got. You know, in terms of what prospects that they offered. 
but CJ Crone goes back to air, um, goes back to Anaheim for the angels. And, and now we're sitting here with one less option. Yeah. Maybe not the Lario obviously too. is a name that we've mentioned a lot. Yeah. He's a switch hitter. He's had a great year, a career year. Um, and still relatively young. So I think that, you know, he's definitely a guy that is going to be sought after before the day is up, but yeah, lots of moves to be made. Um, I, I did want to pull up our world series odds and, uh, and just kind of look at those, look at those odds between the two of us, see if there was anything that popped out. I'm going to pull it up real quick here. Give me one second. Yeah, but I agree. I think it's like, if you're not going to be sellers, like you, you at that point have to, yeah, buy, right. You I wouldn't to... say like trade away the entire farm because I think there's really two guys in our farm system that are really untouchable: mm. Jackson Merrill and Ethan Salas, both yeah. top top ten prospects in baseball. Um, those are guys that you really want to keep for the future, you know, because all the contracts that we have, you know, keep a lot of the guys on the roster for a long time into like their late thirties, and you're gonna want some young depth at some point, and those guys are great pieces to kind of transition the older guys out from and salas is only 17 yeah. years old and he's lighting the, <laughs> the world on fire yeah all right so i pulled up betonline.ag looking at uh the the world series odds to win of course the league best atlanta braves have the best odds plus 350 the dodgers i'm sure their odds uh changed slightly after making those those acquisitions that we mentioned earlier in the show anyone in the the you know top bunching up here nick that you feel like is a really really good bet um once we get past here we're past plus 2500 odds so yeah a- anyone here that entices you um i mean within those top five teams i think it's hard for me to really pull the you know press press the button on them pull the plug on them because i feel like i feel like with the braves at least and the dodgers like those aren't that great odds like, i agree you're betting those like you might as well like you know put down a parlay or something or um i don't know like just... yeah and the, and the rays aren't even winning their division anymore and they've kind of slid here and i think like those odds feel a little a little overhyped for where they currently are as a team and yeah. baseball is absolutely a game of of ebbs and flows and right now I, I feel like if they were more where the orioles were at like a plus 1200 that would be enticing but at a plus 700 I'm not confident that that they'll go all the way. To me, out of the the top five, the one that I feel Houston. probably the most comfortable with is Houston. Yeah, yeah, at, at plus eight hundred. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, they they went and won it last year, and you know they're definitely making a resurgence here late in the season. And you know that they're a team to be rumored to be looking at a return for Verlander as well. So mm-hmm. they get him certainly. I think those are great odds. Um, and then I think if you go down a little bit, I think you would say, I'm not really committed on the Blue Jays or the Yankees. Um, Phillies are interesting. Um, I don't think the Giants can sustain it. Yeah. And then, you know, if you even go further down, I'm sure that there's, you know, the Angels and, and stuff like that on there. Um, I don't think the Reds are there yet. I don't think the Brewers are there yet. Twins, no. Diamondbacks, no. They've definitely fallen back. I mean, it's so tough to say the Padres just because they're so deep in the hole right now. But if they actually suck in the playoffs, I mean, those are awesome odds. Um, yeah. Cleveland, you know, sitting there half game out of out of their division. 
I mean, like you said, all you have to do is get in, but I can't right. see them making a run. Yeah, what, I just don't really get the what? like plus six thousand. The Angels, yeah, plus six thousand, and then we get into territory of teams that just truly can't do it. Um, if I were to sprinkle some money, I would say put a little bit on the Angels. Okay. Put maybe a little bit more on the Padres, and then put a lot on the Astros. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, you're talking about the the AL the AL Central, like the Twins have plus 2200 differentiation between them and the Guardians and right. half a game back. Like what are, I get it, like the Twins are are the better team and the Guardians, you know, have, have they just traded Rosario, you know, so they're not necessarily I think they're just playing baseball and their team's not terrible. It's a good team and they'll be competitive. Um, but I I like your I like your sprinkling on the Padres. We saw what they did last year. They didn't have Tatis, right? Like if they do get there this year, that's a team that can beat anyone that's across from them in a series where I'm not so confident with some of these younger teams like the Reds or some of these less experienced teams like the Diamondbacks um, and the Mariners and even the Boston Red Sox. You know, like I do we trust their their pitching enough for them to, to no. get it done in a series against a team uh, like the Blue Jays, like the Astros, like like the Rangers, Rays. I don't. I don't. I don't think they trust themselves either. I mean, from what I've heard, they've been listening to offers on Verdugo, and I mean that's a guy that if you want to make a, a playoff push, then like you're gonna need on your roster. They're probably gonna stand pat. They're probably just gonna say, you know, we weren't expecting to be in this position, and we're happy that you know we're in the mix, and this is a building year. Um, so they're probably not gonna do much, but. Toronto already making moves, you know, adding Jordan Hicks, like we mentioned, um, could still be making more moves. I mean, there's teams that have been relatively quiet on the selling side too. I think the White Sox are not selling as much as I thought they would. I mean, yeah, we mentioned Lance Lynn and Joe Kelly, but you know, this, they, and Giolito, I guess, but you know, they still got a lot of bats there that, you know, potentially couldn't be moved. Right. Then, they shipped off uh, Kendall Graveman to the to the Astros. Yeah, but true, again, true. not not another bat though, like you're saying. Yeah. But Kansas City, Detroit. Um let's see. I mean, Oakland's got not much to really <laughs> offer, but um, you know, the Mets, I think that they might be doing more now that Scherzer's gone. You know, it's kind of getting getting money off the books and kind of hitting the reset here. Pittsburgh. Yep. Pittsburgh still got Bedner on the market. You know, they got Mitch Keller. Those are guys I think could be moved. And then, you know, I already mentioned St. Louis. Maybe Goldschmidt gets moved. I think they already said they're holding on to Arenado, but Goldschmidt's got one year left on his contract. He's up there in age. I think he's 35 right now. Having a down year from the MVP season last year, but still, you know, he's Hall of Famer. Um, could support any roster, you know, add some great depth to their lineup, be a, a easy yeah. four, maybe three hitter for a lot of teams. So, that's another guy to be interested in. I don't think he's going to come at too high of an asking price either, right? Because he's got one year left, as I mentioned. And I think he's owed like $22 million a year. So, I mean, it's it's a lot. Um, so, I think if you were to make a trade with them, you'd probably ask for some money and maybe you'd give up a couple prospects. Yeah. Well, I, I think for all the, the teams that are in contention right now, whether it be for a wild card spot or they're leading their division, the Braves went and traded for Nicky Lopez yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it's just a... It's just a warning shot to everyone else. Like they know what they're doing, but it doesn't mean that they're not willing to still make a move for a guy that can play all around the diamond 
yeah, he's hitting like 215 right now, but those type of utility players can be really essential in deep playoff runs, especially when guys yeah. go down. Um, so if you're any other team, like, and you're right there, go make the move. Yeah. You don't have time to waste. And like we said, yes, the, the Braves are plus 350. We wouldn't want to take that because those odds just aren't that favorable. But we didn't have any standouts where we said, oh, okay, outside of the Astros, um, who we're giving our own bias to because they've won so much and they've been such a winning team, right? This is not the same Astros team as it was last year just because there are a lot of the same players. doesn't mean they're the exact same team. But we give them credit for what their organization has done recently. Um, but anyone is in the mix and any of those teams that we mentioned. I mean, I'm looking at the Phillies. They've lost the last two. Um, so they're at the three spot in the NL, the NL East at this mm -hmm. point. But they were in the world series last year, you know, yep. they've dealt with injury this year and, and, and we know, you know, what they can do when, uh, when push comes to shove, but I'm, I'm hopeful for your squad, dude, because very reminiscent of the Phillies last year and the Braves two seasons ago, slow start. Doesn't mean you can't finish strong. We had the exact same record as the Braves on July 30th, I believe, or July 29th, whatever, maybe the same day, um, as they did in 2021 when they won the world series. So it's doable. It's funny on the Braves too that Nicky Lopez trade. They tailor, they traded Taylor Hearn, who's been moved twice. Yeah, he's only made line. one appearance for them. He he was he was brought in I think like a week ago, and then they they already traded him away. So I know Poor moving guy. pieces. He's getting passed around like a bag of potato chips. Uh, all right. Well, we will be checking in tomorrow um, to kind of debrief with Josh after the final trades go down. Everybody enjoy the MLB trade deadline. Go Rangers, go Padres. Maybe next time the Rangers and the Padres play, we'll at least get one game so that we can break the streak, which goes back now till September of 2018 is the last time the Rangers beat the Padres where they don't play each other that much. But even still, it hurts. It really, really hurts. We're the Charity Stripe. Hit your free throws because they're free, and we will see you tomorrow. Peace. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.